ഹബീബനാഷദ്ദനാഹബീബനാഫിയാനാഹമ്മദനബുറസൂല أرسله بالحق بشيرا ونذيرا وأن السعادة يتلعب فيها أما بعض فأعوذ بالله السميل عليم من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم إن الله وملائكته يصلون على النبي يا أيها الذين آمنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد وعلى ال سيدنا ومولانا محمد وبارك وسلم وقال الله سبحانه وتعالى في مقام اخر ولوطا اذ قال لقومه اتاتون الفاحشه ما سبقكم بها من احد من العالمين صدق الله العظيم وصدق رسوله النبي الحبيب الكريم ونحن على ذلك من الشاهدين والشاكرين والحمد لله رب العالمين all praises are due to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala master of the worlds peace and salutation durood and salawat be upon our beloved nabiy kareem sallallahu ta'ala alayhi wa sallam in great abundance forever and ever daiman abada we praise and thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that Allah ta'ala addressed to the wealth of iman 
اللہ تعالیٰ ہز بلسمد مشتبہ محمد مصطفیٰ سرکار جو عالم صلی اللہ علیہ وسلم اللہ تعالیٰ محمد رسول اللہ صلی اللہ علیہ وسلم We make dua and we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Allah keep us with iman, strengthen our iman, take us away from this world with iman. In this, in this difficult times, in these times of fitna and fasad, in this time of tribes and tribulations, in this time when the West is trying to eradicate Islam from the face of the earth, when many, many, many types of gunas and haram and evil acts are surfacing and coming up and It's, uh, and the Muslim Ummah, unfortunately, we are falling into the trap of shayateen. Allah Ta'ala save us, Allah protect us, Allah to keep us with Iman, take us away from this world with Iman, and resurrect us on the day of Qiyamah with complete and coming Iman. The first and foremost a person to save his Iman is to recite the ulama say, recite this kalima, La ilaha illallah Muhammad Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, at least a hundred times in the morning and a hundred times in the evening. This is one of the ways of saving ourselves from, uh, 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 this is one of the ways of keeping our Iman intact. Another way is where we practice upon the, uh, the fundamentals of Islam. Uh, practicing upon about UK, uh, practicing about reading our namaz, reading Quran, giving zakat, keeping fast in the month of Ramadan, going for hajj. These are all the fundamentals of Islam. And it is compulsory upon us that we bring these things into our life. in order for that iman to stay in us in order for that iman to stay in us now in this time of fitna and fasad in this time of evil and corruption you look around us uh, namazes are not being read people are not keeping fast people are not uh, giving zakat people are not these things now all these things are all because of the vice and gunas that are around us that is keeping us away from fulfilling the command of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Now it is our primary responsibility and objective that we abide by the command of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala as shown to us by Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And if you look in the Quran and you look, you look in the hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and you open the Quran, look at the stories of the Quran, read the stories of the Quran, many, many stories Allah ta'ala mentioned in the Quran. In fact, if you, uh, I was reading one of the kitabs of Mufti Ilyas Rahmatullah Ali, Mufti Ilyas Rahmatullah Ali, he translated uh, Quran made easy, uh, he translated Quran and he, he translated it word for word, and he, he made it more easier and simpler. But in the, in the forward of that Quran, that kitab that Muftis have translated, it was written about Qazi uh, Khan, and he divided the Quran, the contents of the Quran in the following manner. He divided the contents of the Quran, and he mentioned in his kitab that there are a thousand warnings, thousand ayats on warnings of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah ta'ala has, has mentioned there's thousand ayats where Allah ta'ala warns the ummah. There are thousand ayats where Allah ta'ala promises the ummah. There are a thousand ayats where Allah Ta'ala orders and commands the ummah. There are another thousand uh, ayats, another thousand ayats where Allah Ta'ala prohibits the ummah, prohibits the ummah from uh, guna, haram, from all these things. There are thousand stories in the Quran. There are thousand ayats on lessons that we should be learning from the Quran. There are 250 ayats in the Quran uh, regarding to halal, to, to, to consuming halal or Uh, conducting our lives, conducting our businesses, conducting ourselves in a halal way. 
There are another 250 ayats on haram, that the haram things and where we should abstain from these haram things. And there are 100 ayats which are related to the zikr of Allah, where we are asked, where we are commanded to make the zikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam says in the hadith that the person who makes a zikr is like a living person and the person who does not make a zikr, make zikr is like a dead person. And then there are 66 ayats related to miscellaneous topics. And then if you look the numeric, numerical miracles of the Quran, there are numerical miracles of the Quran. And let us sit and think and ponder. You know, sometimes the person comes and he says that the Quran is a creation of Allah. It's not a creation of Allah, it is the kalam of Allah. It is a, uh, Allah spoke the Quran. Allah spoke the Quran. And in, if you look in the Quran, 115 times Allah Ta'ala mentioned the word world. And another 115 times Allah Ta'ala mentioned the word hereafter. 115 times was world, this world. And another 115 times the word hereafter was mentioned. Heaven and hell is mentioned 77 times in the Quran. Angel and devil is mentioned 88 times in the Quran. Life and death is mentioned 145 times in the Quran. Man and woman 23 times is mentioned in the Quran. Now, when, uh, I was listening to this bayan and they say that in a person's body he has 46 uh, chromosomes. 23 from a man and 23 from a woman that makes up 46. This is, this is, this is the greatness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The month, month in the Quran is mentioned 12 times, 12, 12. And how many months in a the year? There are 12 months in a year. The day, 365 times Allah Ta'ala talks about the day. 365 and it's 365 days in a year. The land, land is mentioned 13 times in the Quran. And the sea is mentioned uh, 32 times in the Quran. And this happens to be the ratio of land and sea on earth. And percentage wise, percentage if you look at this, 28.8% of the earth is of land and 71.8%, 71% of the, uh, of the earth is, uh, water and sea. And the ratio is 13 to 32. This is the kalam of Allah. This is the greatness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So, and the Quran wasn't revealed one time. The Quran wasn't revealed one time. It took 23 years for Allah ta'ala to reveal the Quran. As the time came, when the need arose, Allah Ta'ala revealed certain ayats, and in that way, in 23 years, the Qur'an was revealed. Yet, it still has a numerical pattern. Yet, it still has a numerical pattern. This shows the greatness of Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala, and this shows that this can't be the work of man. The Qur'an is not the work of man. The Qur'an is divine. It is a divine book. It is a divine book from one and only Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. Allah Ta'ala give us the, uh, the, the understanding. Allah Ta'ala give us the sweetness and the reality of Iman and put the sweetness of Quran in our hearts that we live our life by the Quran. We live our life reading the Quran. What I must say, Imam Shafi Rahmatullah Ali also mentions that if we read the Quran, even if we understand it or we don't understand it, read the Quran. Read the Quran. You know, there were people that never knew how to read the Quran, but the person passed his fingers on every letter of the word. Morning and evening, that was his way of reading the Qur'an. We, Alhamdulillah, we can read the Qur'an. We have people that can help us to read the Qur'an. So make Qur'an part of our life, that we read Qur'an morning and evening, and through the barakat of this Qur'an, Allah Ta'ala will grant us whatever we need in this one and thereafter. Through the barakat of this Qur'an, we will allow the salvation in this one and thereafter.
And the Quran and all the stories in the Quran are not for us just to look at the stories and read the stories or, you, uh, or read it to my children at bedtime. No, these stories are in the Quran and it's a lesson for us to take. It's a lesson for you and I that we take, uh, we take lessons from the stories of the Quran. That the mistakes that were made by the people of the past nations, that same mistake cannot be made by us. Because the punishment that those people receive, that same punishment can fall upon us. Allah Ta'ala save us, Allah protect us, Allah keep us with uh, Iman. Allah take us away from this world with Iman. Respect the brothers. A difficult time, it is, it's a hard time. In the hadith of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam says the time will come when it will be hard, uh, it will be easier to hold onto a hot burning charcoal than to hold onto your Iman. Now that time is going to come also, that time is going to come. But let us, inshallah, hold on to our Iman. And how we hold on to our Iman is practice on Iman. Practicing on Iman is reading Salah, fulfilling the command of Allah, following the Sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa Now in the stories of the, in the Quran, the story of the Anbiya of the past, it speaks of the experiences of these Anbiya and what experiences they went through with the people of their time. Uh, we'll go, we'll go with the first, uh, uh, Nabi. Nabi Nuh alayhi salatu wasalam. Nabi Nuh alayhi salam, every prophet that came, the first words that he told his people, Allah, uh, that worship Allah. Worship Allah and nobody else. These were the first words. So Nabi Nuh alayhi salatu wasalam came, he told his people to worship Allah. They told him that they will not leave their gods. They will not leave their gods to worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And one of the famous excuses or one of the famous sentences they had was, That we found our forefathers were doing these things. They were worshipping the idols and we're going to carry on worshipping the idols. We're not going to, uh, we're not going to listen to you, to Nuh alayhi salatu wasalam. And they treated him very cruelly. They were very bad to him. They mocked at him. They swore at him. And they did all these things to him. So there were only a few people. In the 950 years that Nuh alayhi salatu wasalam gave dawah to his people, in the 950 years it is mentioned in the kitab, only about 83 people accepted his word. Only 83, that is only a handful of people. So when Nuh alayhi salam people rejected him and Allah Ta'ala told him that now I'm, uh, Allah's punishment is going to come, so no, Allah Ta'ala told him, right, you take your, you and your family, you'll go on to, go on to an ark, onto a ship, and you'll move out. And as soon as Nuh Ali Salatu Wasalam and his people got onto the ship, Allah Ta'ala sent a flood and Allah, Allah Ta'ala destroyed that nation. Allah Ta'ala destroyed those people. Then after Nuh Ali Salatu Wasalam came the nation of Ad. In the nation of Ad, Wa'ila Adil Akhaum Huda. Hud Ali Salatu Wasalam was sent to the nation of Ad. And when Nuh Ali, when Hud Ali Salatu Wasalam told his people, to worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then they asked him, did you come yet? You, come, you have you come to us so that we worship Allah and leave what our, our forefathers to worship? They told Hud alayhi salam, bring, you say Allah is going to punish us, let's see, bring your punishment and come. Let's see what punishment, if you, if in kuntam in a if you are truthful, let's see if it can happen. And in the same way Allah ta'ala destroyed them when they did not listen to the word of Hud alayhi salatu wasalam. And these people were very strong and mighty. They were very strong and mighty. They had a lot of strength in them. So that was one of the reasons that they were very uh, hofty. They were very, they had a lot of pride in them because they thought there's no one like us. They thought that they are the greatest of people. And they even told Hud alayhi salatu wasalam, 
who can stop us, who can uh, go against us, because we are strong, we have strength, and Allah Ta'ala destroyed them, Allah Ta'ala removed them, and Allah Ta'ala in, in, in Surah, in Surah uh, Wal-Fajr, Allah Ta'ala says, Lam yukhlaq bilad, that they were so mighty and strong that no, there was no creation before that that came so mighty and strong as them, but still, because of the arrogance, because of the pride, Allah Ta'ala rejected them and Allah Ta'ala removed them, Allah Ta'ala destroyed them. Allah Ta'ala reduced them and like, like smithereens, they were like, they were reduced, everything just fell down and like cotton and got washed away. Then the nation of Samud, the nation of Samud, who was sent to the nation of Samud? Salih alayhi salatu wasalam. Salih alayhi salatu wasalam was sent, he also told his people, worship Allah. Ya qawmi Allah. Worship one Allah, there's no other deity beside Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. They were also very strong people. And these people constructed, constructed magnificent structures and they used to carve their houses in the mountains. You need, you need to, you know, a person to carve a house into a mountain, you need the skills. And these people had the skills. So they used to carve the houses into the mountains, the, the people of Salih alayhi salatu wasalam. So Salih alayhi salatu wasalam also told them, O Budullah, accept the oneness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. They said, we won't believe in what you're saying. We don't want to listen to whatever you are telling us. And if you think if you what you are saying is right, then bring your azab. Let's see what azab can come on us. So Allah ta'ala sent an earthquake and Allah ta'ala destroyed that entire nation. Allah ta'ala destroyed them. So my respected brothers, we see that we're living in a time where definitely azab is going to come. Definitely azab is going to come. We may be Muslims, we may be the Ummatis of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, we may be reading namaz, Allah Ta'ala accept it, we may be giving our zakat, we are giving, we are going for hajj, we are doing all these things. Allah Ta'ala keep us with Iman, Allah save us and protect us. But there are people on the earth that are not listening to Allah. There are people on the earth that are going, going against the commands of Allah, going against the sunnah of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, going against the teaching of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. And then a time comes when the earth also decides that now I had enough. And then he also splits open. And that is when you have a tremor, you have an earthquake, you have tsunamis, you have all these things coming. Why? Because of the guna of man. This is not, uh, it's, it's, it happened because it had to happen. It happened by the command of Allah and it happened because of the gunas of man. Because of the wrongdoings of man, these are the things we are going to face in, in, when we do not obey the command of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The next Nabi that came was Lut alayhi salam. But before we speak about Lut alayhi salam, let's go to the next Nabi which was Hazrat Shu'ib alayhi salatu wasalam. And Shu'ib alayhi salam was sent to Madian. He was sent to Madian and he also told his people to worship Allah. That was the first thing every Nabi did when he came. Ya qawmi abu wa'ila Madiana qawm shu'iba qale ya qawmi abudullah ma lakum min ilayin khayru. Now the, 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 the evil quality of the people of Madian was that they used to uh, weigh less and give the people. That if a person say for example comes to buy a a kilo of sugar or a kilo of beans. In those days, uh, everything was used by weight. So say you come and buy a kilo of sugar and then you, you weigh only 900 grams, but you know, you show him that it's one kilo, but in the meantime, it's below one kilo and you give it to him. So they were involved in this crime where they used to weigh less, but they used to charge for more, which is totally haram and impermissible in the eyes of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And we are also commanded that we cannot do these things. So the, 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 the nation of Shaib used to come with this and 
when Shweb told his people that this is not right, you cannot do this, you cannot commit these kind of crimes, uh, it will bring the anger of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and Allah, you will not be loved by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. They also did not listen to Shweb and they also told Shweb that if you think you are right and if you think what you are saying is correct, then let's see what asab you can bring upon us. And same, Allah Ta'ala destroyed the nation. Now let's look at Lut Now everything these special brothers from the Quran we see that happened in those days and you know, we, we, uh, you know, it, the, the, the ulama mentioned that prior to the coming of Rasulullah people used to live like, uh, like animals. People used to live like animals. A gambling, killing of one another, uh, causing bloodshed, stealing, uh, uh, ro robbing people. All those things were pre prevalent in that time. All those things were prevalent in that time until Khatam al-Nabiyyin, Sayyid al-Mursaleen, Ahmad al-Mustaba, Muhammad al-Mustafa, Sarkar al-Dualam sallallahu alayhi wa sallam came and, 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 and through the barakat of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, insan came up in the correct way. But prior to that, animalistic ways were found in them. Now if we look in today's time, that very same ways that we found in the time of the Anbiya al-Mustaram, the very same ways that we found in the people that did not listen to the Nabi of that time, those same habits are creeping into us nowadays. Those same habits are coming to us nowadays. Now we need to take out those habits. We need to leave those habits and we need to bring the command of Allah into our life. We need to bring the, the sunnah of Rasulullah into our life in order for Allah Ta'ala to save us in this world and thereafter. Because Allah has kept success in our, in, in, only in deen, in obeying the command of Allah and in following the sunnah of Rasulullah now one of the one of the most hated crime, one of the most hated crimes was the crime of the nation of Lut alayhi salatu wasalam. Lut alayhi salatu wasalam, walutan niqawmihi. When Lut alayhi salatu wasalam came and told his people, al fahisha, that you are uh, fulfilling your wishes and your your fancies. You know, when like a man, he fulfills his desires on 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 a woman, on his wife. Now in the in the nation of Lut alayhi salatu wasalam. They were fulfilling their desires on men, men unto men. And this is what is we are fi finding in today's time, that uh, America, the, it, it was two Americans who were very highly educated in psychology, in every other aspect, and they sat and they thought about this thing and they said, let's bring this alive in the world. So from normal America, they made it abnormal, you know. The, from a normal person's life, they brought abnormality, abnormality into every person's life. That the person was normal. But when these things came about, gay, lesbians, uh, bisexual, all these things came about, then we see now everything is changing. The hadith of Rasulullah says, Every person is born on the fitrat of Islam. What is fitrat? Fitrat is that clean, that clean, uh, you know, when you come out from there, you are clean, you are, you are parked, and you go on to one way. Now, when a person uh, finds all these obstacles of gaze, or find the obstacles of guna and haram, then he no more remains fitrat, because now he goes on to that part. It, uh, another example, a person is not, uh, no person is born an atheist. An atheist, he has to go and study to become an atheist. 
In the same way, a person, no person is born a gay. No person is born a gay. A person goes and study, or a person goes and look into the life of people to become a gay, or to become a lesbian, or to become a transgender, or to whatever it may be, or to become, there's a new word now, they find queer. Now all these things have come into the world. And now how we say, how can we save ourselves, my respected brothers? Again, it comes down to deen. It comes down to bringing our life onto deen, bringing namaz into our lives. And the main problem we're having in society today, respected brothers, is we don't have communication within our family members. We don't have, uh, we don't, we don't know what is happening in our children's lives. We don't have a communication between our children. And this is one of the main reasons that, uh, uh, you know, I, when talking to children, they say that, uh, that person went to the club or that person went to drink wine or that person went to, start smoking uh, uh, Zol, or he went to start smoking other things. Why? Because he couldn't find any uh, comfort in his house. And he couldn't find, there was always animosity, hatred in the house. Uh, the father is angry with the mother, swearing, taking place. But the father is swearing children. So always there's, there's fighting in the house. So he walked out of the house and he went to a club or he went to the uh, beer, beer hall or he went to a place where he smoked uh, whatever it is, whatever cocaine or whatever you did. But why? Just to find tranquility. Tranquility is not in this respect, brothers. No person can can say that he go if he drinks uh, wine or he drinks liquor or he, he's going to find tranquility. He'll get tranquility only for that five, ten minutes. Five, ten minutes where his mind goes like to a cloud nine, where he doesn't remember anything of the world. He's like at peace. But after that five, ten minutes, everything comes back, pouncing onto him. Now, if we uh, don't bring our life onto Dean, and we don't have control over our children, and we don't start bringing our mouth of Dean into our houses, then we're going to land up in the same problem. And not to say it's not in South Africa. That very same problem of gay, lesbian, transgender, and whatever you may call it, that problem is lying not uh, in our country, is lying at our doorstep. It is right at our doorstep where many of the children of our community are involved in these things. Many of the children of our communities are involved in these things. And the sole reason is that Dean is not alive in our houses. Ulama say, read the kitab, read the fadaida amal, sit with our children, have an understanding, speak to our children, ask our children what is the problem, what difficulties are you facing, where I can be of help to you. Maybe I can get someone to come and help you and speak to you. But because we are not doing these things, people are, children are going out of the houses and they are looking for other places to find tranquility, to find peace and contentment. But that peace and contentment is only for that five, ten minutes. And when they come back in the house, their life is back to, back to that. So my respected elders and brothers, how does, how we can solve this problem? One is controlled. Have control over our children. Speak to our children, sit, out, sit with our children and talk to our children. Show our children love. We are not showing love to our children. That is why the, these things are happening around us. Number one, before this, namaz. Make sure our namaz is being read in our houses. Make sure Quran is being read in our houses. And me as a father, is not only my responsibility that I come to the masjid, but I must ensure that my children, if they are my sons, must, must accompany me also to the masjid. My children must come to the masjid also. If my child is small, I must ensure that my child attends the madrasa. My child attends the madrasa where Islamic classes are taking places, where fiqh is being taught, where history is being taught, 
stories of the pious predecessors have been taught, sunnahs have been taught, du'as have been taught, inculcate into our children Islamic uh, Isla uh, Islamic etiquettes, and then we will see Islam flourishing, not only in our houses, Islam will flourish in our community and in the entire ummah at large. So we make our respect to Allah's brothers. Allah Ta'ala give us the ability and tawfiq that uh, we bring the command of Allah and the sunnah of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam into our lives. And in these very difficult times, may Allah Ta'ala save us, save our children. You know, uh, we, we are right on the top. We now, it's now downhill for us. One of these days, Allah is going to take us away from this world. But our mushroom children that are five, six, seven years old, they got years ahead of them. They got years ahead of them. And we need to educate our children. We need to instill in our children the, 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 the respect for deen. We need to educate them the fundamentals of deen and what is our primary objective in the world. Every man's primary objective is to make Allah happy. Allah happy. And when Allah is happy with us, Allah will have mercy on us. When Allah's mercy is on us, Allah will take us away from this world with, with Iman. Whatever good actions we do in this world won't enter us into Jannah. We'll only go into Jannah by the mercy of Allah. What will earn us the mercy of Allah? What will earn us the happiness of Allah? Those good actions that we do. That will earn us the happiness of Allah and the mercy of Allah. So respected Allahs and brothers, let us inshallah try our best to the best of our ability, bring din into our lives and bring din into the lives of our children. Start with namaz, start with Quran, start with kitab reading, start with these small things, start with the sunnahs of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. We will see how din will flourish in our houses and through the barakah of that, our communities, din will flourish in our community and din will flourish in the, in the entire ummah. Allah Ta'ala give us all the ability to make amal. Allah make it easy for all of us in this world and the year after. May the last word to come out from our mouth must be La ilaha illallah Muhammad Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. We made dua. For all the people that are sick, Allah grant them all shifai, kamina, amina, mustamira. All the people that passed away, Allah full the qabars of nur, Allah grant them and us all maghfirat. Allah save them and us all from every kind of azab of dunya, qabar, wal akhirah. Read for the marhumin, inshallah, the day we live, Allah will appoint people to read for us also. Wa akhirul da'wan and alhamdulillah. Brothers standing to read sunnah, inshallah, we can come forward, fill in the gaps so the people in the back can come in, inshallah. الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر أشهد لا إله إلا الله أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله أشهد أن محمد رسول الله أشهد أن محمد رسول الله حي عن الصلاة حي عن الصلاة
الحمد لله الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونؤمن به ونتوكل عليه ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا ومن سيئات اعمالنا من يهدي الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له ونشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له في الخلق والامر ونشهد ان سيدنا ومولانا محمد عبده ورسوله المبعوث الى الاسود والاحمر المنعوت بشرح الصدر ورفع الذكر وصلى الله عليه وعلى اله واصحابه الذين هم خلاصه العرب العرباء وخير الخلائق بعد الانبياء اما بعد فيا ايها الناس واحدوا الله فان توحيد راس الطاعات واتقوا الله فان التقوى ملاك الحسنات وعليكم بالسنه فان السنه تهدي الى الاطاعه ومن اطاع الله ورسوله فقد رشد واهتدى ومن يعص الله ورسوله فقد ضل وغوى وعليكم بالصدق فان الصدق ينجي والكذب يهلك وعليكم بالاحسان فان الله يحب المحسنين ولا تقنطوا من رحمه الله فانه ارحم الراحمين ولا تحبوا الدنيا فتكونوا من الخاسرين الا وان نفسا ندم حتى تستكمل رزقها فاتقوا الله واجبنوا وتوكلوا عليه فان الله يحب المتوكلين اعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم وقال ربكم ادعوني استجب لكم ان الذين يستكبرون عن عبادتي سيدخلون جهنم داخرين بارك الله بارك الله لنا ولكم في القران العظيم ونفعنا واياكم بما فيه من الايات والذكر الحكيم اقول قولي هذا واستغفر الله لي ولكم ولسائر المسلمين من كل ذنب فاستغفروه انه هو الغفور الرحيم الحمد لله الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونؤمن به ونتوكل عليه ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا ومن سيئات اعمالنا من يهدي الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له ونشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد ان سيدنا ومولانا محمد عبده ورسوله ارسله بالحق بشيرا ونذيرا وان السعادات يتلنا رب فيها اما بعد فاعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم ان الله وملائكته يصلون على النبي يا ايها الذين امنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما اللهم صل على محمد عبدك ورسولك وصل على المؤمنين والمؤمنات والمسلمين والمسلمات وبارك على محمد وازواجه وذريته قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم ارحم امتي بامتي ابو بكر واشدهم في امر الله عمر واستقم حيان عثمان وقضاهم عليه وفاطمه سيده نساء اهل الجنه والحسن والحسين سيده شباب اهل الجنه وحمزه اسد الله واسد رسوله اللهم اغفر للعباس وولده مغفره ظاهره وباطنه لا تغادر ذنبا رضوان الله تعالى عليهم وعن كل الصحابة أجمعين الله الله في أصحابي لا تتخذهم غرضا من بعدي فمن أحبهم فبحبي أحبهم ومن أبغضهم فببغضي أبغضهم وخير القرون قرني ثم الذين يلونهم ثم الذين يلونهم ربنا آتنا في الدنيا حسنة وفي الآخرة حسنة وقنا 
وقال نوح ربنا تذر على الأرض من الكافرين ديارا إنك إن تذرهم يضلوا عبادك ولا يندوا إلا ولا يندوا إلا فاجرا كفارا رب اغفر لي ولوالدي ولمن دخل بيتي مؤمنا وللمؤمنين والمؤمنات ولا تزيد الظالمين إلا تبارا الله أكبر سمع الله لمن حمده الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر الحمد لله رب العالمين الرحمن الرحيم مالك يوم الدين إياك نعبد وإياك نستعين اهدنا الصراط المستقيم صراط الذين أنعمت عليهم غير المغضوب عليهم ولا الضالين قل هو الله أحد الله الصمد لم يلد ولم يولد ولم يكن له كفوا أحد الله أكبر سمع الله لمن حمده الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر السلام عليكم ورحمة الله السلام عليكم ورحمة الله بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين ولا قبة للمتقين 